Boom! Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Snipers. Hi! And we're back in action here. I've been, I actually, I should have gave you guys a podcast a little bit sooner. I was going to do sort of the two a week, and I posted the one with Jack from uh, Quantified Performance there. And um, I hope you guys got that and were able to listen to it and, and go over the gas gun stuff. But I did like three podcasts last week. Um, kind of crazy. Uh, it was I did the Eric Cortina right after the expo. Um, had a really good conversation with Eric Cortina. So if you go on YouTube and look up the Eric Cortina uh, podcast, he films it and through the uh, Zoom. And then you can check out that podcast. A lot of really good feedback from you guys in regard to my conversation with Eric. And in fact, a little follow-up uh, to get to you guys from today that I sent Eric a book, because I mentioned in the podcast the book, and I sent Eric a copy of the book today, so he's going to take a look at it. And then from there, we are going to go to um, uh, do another podcast together. So you'll be able to catch me again a second time, more or less, on the Eric Cortina show, Eric Cortina show. But then, like Chris, uh, I gotta, I always gotta. Now it's gotta be like you gotta say which Chris you're talking about, right? Which Chris am I talking about today? Anyway, so uh, Way, um, has been doing a neat little thing with like these thirty minutes, and this one won't be a long podcast either. Uh, but we'll be like a little thirty minuter. And what he does is he kind of just calls me up because he travels around, takes care of kid duties and stuff. And so he's always in and out of the car, you know, and he, and he, and it kind of splits his day up more or less. So what he's been doing is sort of creating these Zoom sessions and just like doing a, you know, kind of single topic Q&A. And um, that was, uh, it was a neat conversation, the ones in these Q&As that I had with Chris. Um, so it, it basically comes down to, you know, he has a question or he sees something being talked about and then he's getting sort of that single source response to that question. And of course, what it does is it leads into tangents and other questions in regards to shooting, which I'm going to get into some of the shooting stuff in a minute, just kind of knocking out some of the, uh, you know, background stuff with this. But anyway, um, his podcast, the Straight Dope Podcast, uh, Podbean, uh, I, or you find it like uh, Apple and those places, Spotify maybe is where his uh, podcast. But I did Eric Cortina's, I did Chris Way's, and then on Friday I did the Rifles Only Accuracy Podcast with Jacob. Uh, happy birthday to Jacob! It's his Jacob. It's his birthday somewhere floating around here. Um, so happy birthday for that. But um, yeah, so I did Jacob's podcast, uh, the Rifles Only Accuracy Podcast, and and he jumped around, had a bunch of uh, little kind of uh, different topics. He had you know little of this, little of that. What are you doing? What's going on? And and so. Yeah, last week was like podcast crazy. It seemed like every time I turned around, somebody was like, hey, man, want to do a podcast? And I was like, oh, okay, I got 30 minutes. I got an hour. And, and you know, which is fine. That's kind of like the beauty of this format is that all you have to really do is get in front of the microphone and talk. 
And in some cases, you can literally just do it with your phone and talk to your phone and then upload it and stuff. So it's a good medium for that. But uh, along with that, a couple other things going on, end of the year, end of the seasons, end of the things being done. So lots of improvements we've been talking about on the range. Uh, We are working those win zero wind meters. So I got the newest software downloaded and installed with the win zero meters. And with the win zero meter, uh, the, the original software, basically it has a, a tracking software to follow your stuff in real time and it's showing you what it's doing. And then there's another page that sort of followed it on the range, like an apparent win target page. And they upgraded that. So now with the software you download off the website, the apparent win page has your data, your dope, your win call you can put in. So as the wind is moving, not only will it show you a wind speed change, you know, the wind's doing eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, seven, seven, eight, eight, seven, you know, it's doing that. Well, it'll give you your hold. So it'll give you alongside that if your hold at this particular wind meter is supposed to be, you know, a 0.6, a 0.8 hold, it'll show you, hey, it's 0.6, no, it's 0.8, no, it's 0.9, no, it's 7, no, it's this, it's that. And it, as the wind moves, which I'm, I'm making this simplistic, you guys get it. But as the wind moves, the dope, the, the, the hold is moving with it. And so that is a neat feature that's been added And that's going to allow you to almost look at it where you can kind of look at your call, look at your call. But the thing is, is is like Chris and I are talking about this and we really sort of mapped out how we're going to go about checking things, how we're going to go about using it. So him and I had a pretty lengthy conversation in talking about where the meters are going to go, how we're going to be working within that and what information it's telling us. And the beauty of this, and I've mentioned in some of the other stuff, is he's actually looking at a new method for the initial call and definitely not just for the initial call, but he's working on a system. So when you're looking at multiple targets and the aspect is changing, or even the range is changing, you know you're going to hold like, I'm going to hold 0.6 on this target. But then when I go to that target, I got to hold 0.8. But then when I come back over to this target, I need a 0.3. And now I got to go over here and I'm going to do another 0.8. So it's kind of like keeping all all the knowledge in your head and uh, you know, in some cases, some of these guys are looking at, and, and now this is getting higher level, they're looking at a stage, and, and it might be an overly complex stage. More targets, a little more movement, something where your odds of timing out are greater, right? So if you come up to a stage and you look at not only the makeup of the positions, but the number of targets you're managing, and it's designed to sort of time you out because uh, you'll get people. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a technique for match directors is I'm going to make this stage, but I'm going to make it so really you can't finish it. And why would I do that? Well, because you'll see people in a strategy thought mindset bubble, whatever you want to look at. 
Well, a lot of people race to the end of the stage, right? So they get, they miss fast. You know, you can't miss fast enough, right? And so they race to the end of the stage and they come up to a stage and they go, okay, there's 12 targets. Now I got to go from here and shoot three to here and shoot three to here and shoot three to here and shoot three, right? That might be a stage. And so you got four positions, three targets per position. I really wouldn't even think about position four. I want to get my hits up front and time out more than race to the clock to beat it, right? So it's a technique. And so you'll see people who are racing the clock trying to get to the end of the stage. And normally they miss more versus a guy who gets his hits, gets his hits, gets his hits and goes along. And not every stage is that way, but there are stages that can and should be designed to time you out. Anyway, so Chris is looking at a method for managing that data. And part of what we're looking at is combining the wind angle with the distance in your hold because like weaponized math, we feel there's a shortcut in there or an indicator of what we would be doing. Like an example I'll use of this is the coning theory, right? Jim Boatwright coning theories out there. And that coning theory is your elliptical swirl, how your bullet spins. Well, some people, you know, they show the, the, the those graphics and the swirl looks big. It almost looks like the bullet is, you know, anchored in the middle and the front and back are going in this big elliptical swirl. And it's the center of the bullet that flies straight, not the tip. But the swirl is microscopic. You know what I mean? It's really kind of like the run out of the bullet. And so there, there's, if you look at, like I don't talk spin drift and Coriolis, right? I don't talk any of those drifts. It's, it's a waste of time to think about them. And I turn them off because when I dope something with weaponized math, I already have, like, so if it tells me I need, you know, for me, normal 7.2 or even talking the Valkyrie 6.9, I know this new load on the Valkyrie and doping it out to distance, right? I'm going to use the weaponized math. I'm going to dope it. I get to 1,000 yards, and it's 6.9 mils to hit that plate out 1,000 yards. Now, in the case, I know the wind is doing this, and the thing's running like five miles an hour at the 1,000. I got a six-mile-an-hour win. I'm holding 0.5. I center punch that plate. Everything's good, right? So I had wind out there. I had elevation. I doped it. I hit the center of the plate. I waterlined my target. I'm aiming for the waterline. I hit my waterline. So I'm going to write that down, and that's going to be the information that goes into the computer. Well, in my mind, there's no reason to tell the computer to turn on spin drift and Coriolis because then it's going to change that number. So it's not 6.9 anymore. It's something else. So I turn that stuff off because I want to true it to my information. But if I was going to shoot far and I needed to figure out my spin drift and Coriolis, I have to put it in. Well, it's 1% of elevation. With Coriolis and everything, it's about one and a quarter percent so 1.2 percent 
of your dialed elevation. So if you have 10 mils dialed on your rifle, technically you want 0.1 in spin drift and Coriolis dialed in on the scope, right? That's what it's telling us. But most people put that in way earlier and because of right-handed shooters and all those things I talk about. But anyway, so we're looking at this wind component and we're thinking there may be a method and we're seeing it, a method of looking at the wind in a very similar way where you're shooting this far and the wind is here. But that's like what the gun number's doing. But what he's looking at is a little bit more of a shortcut because we still see a lot of people that don't 100% understand the gun number. You might be one of them out there where the gun number is confusing. You know, we, we, we're all talking in increments of six miles an hour. Oh, that's a this and that's a that and that's a this. And you're over there and you don't know what your gun number is. And you're confused to what we're saying. Because we're not saying, it, you know, it might be an eight mile an hour wind, but we're talking in six mile an hour increments. And now you're not quite sure where these numbers are coming from. So that's where we're trying to look at what we're seeing because we feel there might be another way to square the math. You know, there's multiple ways, right? We can, we can, two plus two is four, you know, and, and, and we can go one plus, and there's a lot, I've mentioned it a lot. There's ways of multiplication leads to a division, addition leads to subtraction, and we're feeling, we're looking at this and we're close, but we feel there is a correlation to these numbers where we're, we're going to be able to say, if you're shooting this and you have wind and it's this far, you should be doing this kind of thing. But um, it, it's just simplifying the terminology. I mean, because our, our goal is really how do we you know, instruct a larger number of people and have it stick, right? So that's kind of where we're going is we want to, we want to show you these things. We want to do these things, but we want them to stick. And in order for that to happen, you know, we have to find multiple or different ways that we're talking to people. And, you know, we have to have basically three three ways of framing our discussions. You know, the crawl, 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 walk, run mentality. Where some of us run right away, a few of us are are walking through, and then we come to cross those guys that are just crawling in life, and you got to explain it to them different. And, you know, so that's kind of our methodology where we're looking at multiple ways of addressing the same topic, but in a simplified form. So it reaches more people quickly, right? There you go. That's, that's kind of where we're at with, with that stuff. So anyway, so him and I have been doing that and talking that, and we've had some really, really positive discussions. I mean, the last thing he, he, he's sending me, it, it's like you, you go, um, uh, uh, hang on. Up, oh, hang on. I'm getting a, a thing here. I gotta go in. 
Uh, anyway, so he, he, like I said, um, we're we're doing a lot of these things where we're we're looking at this information. I mean, and he's sending you know uh, me this data that's like, you know, hey, we're missing this and we need that and we should talk about. Where did he do it? Oh, he went over to another freaking system. I don't know why he did that, but he jumped in on me with. I think it was supposed to go to somewhere else. So he, you know, basically we're looking at this this context, fundamentals, environmentals, equipment, technique, strategies. Yeah. It's it's really coming down to creating our building blocks, right? Your introductions, your contexts, and what's happening and where we're putting it so you can you can build your Lincoln Log house and then everything's good, you know. But I mean, it's 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 amazing just to kind of get pushed into these other directions with somebody else just seeing it in a different way, and that's. You know, that's kind of the beauty where there's a lot of people out there that just see things different. Not wrong, just different. And that inspires you to kind of go down their road. And for, you know, some people, it might be a road less traveled. You know, I don't think like that. I think like this. And so when you get to those roads, it sort of fires off a bunch of um, different areas of the brain that's kind of like hey you haven't been over here in a while this is kind of cool what's happening and, and and that's how i feel with with some of the stuff going on um also pass along something for you some of you guys to other chris roberts if you go to cr2 shooting solutions he has a thing and you can get this in other places but i haven't noticed everybody being as cheap as him ammo's expensive right all these things going on well norma has sort of reboxed the prime stuff. Now they went to a different bullet. They're in the 143s, but not 130, but heavier bullet. But Golden Target Eagle, or they're rebranded like Norma Golden Target. But Norma Ammo, the same stuff we got with Prime, is now out and about and coming around here and selling cheap as shit. Like literally 6.5 PRC. From Norma is like twenty nine dollars a box. Uh, six five Creedmoor is like twenty five dollars a box. If you go to Chris Roberts, he's got a shit ton of it. He will sell you Norma six five PRC or Creedmoor, cheap as shit. I've been buying a bunch. Ways been we, we a lot of us have been taking it for ourselves and not really sharing it, but. I'll share as a Christmas thing. If you guys need 6.5 ammo, PRC, or... And he's got other access to other stuff too. Norma is blowing stuff out cheap. Now, Beretta bought their commercial. Like the whole drama with Prime and everything when there was that back and forth in the lawsuits. Well, when it all filtered out, Beretta bought that part of the ammo company. And they're actually re... They're looking to manufacture ammo here in the U.S., in Georgia. But Beretta's been, like, selling this shit cheap. And I don't know if they're just trying to get the brand name out so they're undercutting everybody or what. Or maybe it's the fact this ammo's older and the price is still at the old prices and that allows them to sell it now in a bad situation at those original costs. 
and their shipping is next to non-existent down here. Uh, I, you know, like if you ask her, Hawaii guys start, I get it. You can't get ammo that way, but they kind of aren't making those designations. So you Alaska guys, if you're listening, you should almost try to buy it and then see what the shipping does. Cause I think you'll be surprised. And Roberts has it over at CR2 shooting solutions website. He has a store there now, and I've actually been using it. Uh, for some things, because as new stores tend to be, what he's showing is what's in stock, and and so it's there, and so the, yeah, that's a that's a, a neat thing, um, that that he's got going on. But Chris Roberts, CR two Shooting Solutions, there's some there's some cheap ammo hiding out there, you know. You don't have to go into the 30s and and stuff. There's some stuff hiding in the 20s. So if you're paying attention to the Everyday Sniper podcast, I'm giving you a solid by telling you, I mean, come on, 6.5 PRC at $29 a box? That's unheard of. You know, even Mile High had Norma there, and they were up at the $39.40, um, you know, just because they can in that way. And But um, I would try Roberts, man, and give him a call if you guys are interested in ammo. Just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. But anyway, so yeah, I did that, and then... um. So I did Chris's podcast uh, way and in his subcast, he's, he's calling them subcasts because they're smaller and they're in, um, they're in the, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, they're like these 30 minute and unders and he's just kind of knocking them out in between. So that's kind of neat. It was funny. I was kind of noodling around. The guitar was not turned on. And, and I just had it kind of sitting there playing with it. And I didn't realize like the mic picked it up. And it, I was just on my phone because he just calls you. And I was just sitting there on my phone and kind of stuck it down. And I thought, oh, it's a foot away. It'll be fine. And, but when I hit a certain strings and shit, it was, <laughs> you can hear it. And it was pretty funny. I was laughing. I was like, oh, shit, you can hear that during the podcast. <laughs> so anyway, so then, yeah, like I said, Jacob's podcast was good. One of the conversations we had and this kind of goes to the Chris podcast versus the Jacob, is that Chris had gone to classes down there with Jacob and I talked to him and, and there was this discussion of your ability to shoot these stages like slung. I'm, I'm, you hear that? I'm, I'm sissing. Hopefully I'm not hissing. Hissing. I got a hiss going on. I got a weird hiss. Weird, weird. I got a hiss happening. But anyway, um, with a sling. Right, so can you sling up and be every bit as accurate on a barricade as you are with a weighted heavy rifle in a bag? So can you take a lighter rifle, sling it, barricade it, and shoot as well as the guy with a bag? Um, I would submit you could, but with the caveat and the thing I spoke about was time. Time is the secret element in everything we do, right? Time. We are governed by time. Everything takes time. I'm watching this clock right now in the software, and what I'm paying attention to is the time. How much time do I have? And then in a similar fashion, I'm looking at the number in my level, right? So where where's my level hit, right? And, and how much time my voice carries, and then how much time I'm talking to you. So, 
you know, that's kind of one of those things where I told, like I was saying to, to Chris, I mean, even 308 versus six millimeter is a time equation. Why aren't we shooting a 308 in a comp? Because it takes too much time to get out of the barrel. It's slower. It's heavier, it's fatter, and it's slower. So it takes more time. And that means between the shot breaking or firing pin falling, however you want to frame it, from that moment that firing pin hits the primer to the millisecond it exits the barrel, that takes time. And time means if I have a lot of time, I have a lot of opportunity to make a mistake. If I have a little bit of time, I'm reducing the time I might make a mistake. If I'm shooting a fast, flat caliber, I'm reducing the time it's in the air. Right? Time. So how much time to get out of the barrel? How much time to get to the target? That's going to tell me how well I shot it in a lot of ways, right? Because if it's out fast, I hopefully I didn't make a mistake. And... If it hits fast, that means the wind and the environmentals don't have time to work on it. So that was an interesting conversation that we were having that is it in somebody's interest to take a day? Like if you have a training schedule, you go to the range, maybe it's every other week. I don't know your work schedule, your busy, your kids, your family, holidays, weather, whatever the case may be. So you go to the range every other week. You take a Saturday, you know, and then in between those every others, you try to shoot a match. So every other week. So the question becomes, should I be taking a little bit of that training time and working on these things with less equipment? Like, should I be practicing building the platform, building the shot, setting my MPA without all the tools and work on my body position and what it looks like. And then maybe work on some things with the sling and recognize what the wobble zone and how to tighten it up. Because we know practice is improvement, right? So maybe if we practice some of these things we don't, we even know we're not going to use necessarily. But will that help me recognize and fix another problem quicker. You know what I'm saying? So if you run into a wobbly prop or something that's not quite what you're expecting, does working your fundamentals, working your stages, working your time on the clock, sans tools, will that help you diagnose problems or get a compromise tool that might not be as good as your other, like, you know, putting a donut on the bat or, you know, something, I don't know. But anyway, so that was a, that was a really kind of interesting question that him and I had when it came to recognizing time and how that time affects the end result for us, right? So that was one of the things that I thought was a really interesting question and then sort of coming off of, or right Later, talking to Jacob, it kind of ties all that together where it's funny. I'm I'm having a podcast with Chris and I'm having a podcast with Jacob and now I'm having a podcast with you. 
but it all sort of ties into the same conversation and all three of them are equally connected. And, and, and that's just the way a lot of this is with us is that we are interconnecting with pieces from Jacob, pieces from Chris, pieces from me, and we're building a hybrid of our training, of our rifles, of our techniques, of how we're going to do something. And we're trying to take the best pieces of everybody and put them together for us, me, you. So that way there, you have better results downrange, right? And that's kind of where we are and what we're doing. So it's in everybody's best interest to explore as many people as possible and to listen to what they're saying and to be able to identify this information and and to pick and choose and say, yeah, that's valid, that works. Hey, that's an interesting thought. I might not have originally gone that way, but it's worth an hour of exploring. Let me think about that guy a little more. You know what I mean? And that's where the benefit of this type of medium, these type of methods of transferring information and knowledge to each other. It's it's pretty awesome, man, that we can kind of do that and and it and it all works out for people. But um oh, what else do I got going on? OEMs. I'm gonna do a little thing on OEMs because I, I had those um the Apex guys that I met down in Texas at the expo. I've got a couple things to put out, some some end of the year uh you know, medium. I'm I'm re- I'm talking to Chris a little bit and I'm refocusing on my content, the, the, the way I'm doing business. And I backed off and you guys know that I kind of had to take a break and, and just do a little bit of, you know, kind of self-reflecting and, and, and re-energizing, right? I had to charge the battery. So I, I've been slow on some of the videos and different things. Like the podcast I'm picking back up, but I'm slow on some of the video stuff. And mainly it's just, it's a lot of like logistics and coordination that um, that needs to be put together. But with that said, I am putting new methods into place. I'm talking to Chris about another video series with you guys that discusses some of this. I mean, like we said, the podcast is easy because it's just talking. In fact, he's even, I don't know if he's posted it um, because we're kind of looking at the road noise because the road to the range, even the highway is noisy. It's not a great road. And and, um, so you you don't know, we did it, but you don't know if, I don't know if the road noise was too loud. Um, so anyway, we did do a recording just driving to and from the range, and we both have a 45-minute, roughly hour trip. Um, so it's an hour we could be talking and recording and putting it out there for you guys. We're max trying to maximize our time because fucking none of us have any of it. And, and so coming across this and talking about it, I'm looking at reestablishing some videos and some contents, and I'm building some methods in there so I could put that content out for you guys. And I want to kind of readdress it in a shorter format. I, and shorter is not the right word. It'll absolutely be shorter, but it's a more condensed format, a more to the point. You know, you you don't need to me to tell you who, what, where I am and what's that. So why can't we just get into it? But I'm trying to get it where it becomes a thing that you can then recognize, um, a a methodology. But also, 
in this video discussion, I have the Sniper's Hide app. The Sniper's Hide app has live streaming. And the app is brand new. It's one year old and, and you know, it's not, it's not, um, it's new, right? It's, it's not beta, but it's not something that's been out there for a long time. So they're incrementally upgrading things. Well, I just got off the phone with them this week, my, my team over there, um, and the new updates for the Sniper's Hide app specifically in the live streaming side of it is going to be huge and it's coming there. We're going to be, so this is like a two part. So I have the online training lessons, the videos and the things I do that way. And that's part of your supporter account. You're a supporter can go in the PX, but you don't just have to pay to go into that stuff. I give you the videos, right? You go into the supporter and you can see the videos and there's a good number of snipers high training videos. So if you needed to get spun up, if you needed to revisit, if you needed to look at things, I got videos. And and they, they've been going on since 2009. They're really well received. I was one of the first people to do online training. And so now, now the new, or wait, let me back up. So we go and do the app and the app gives me tools in my hand, right? In your phone, everything from there. And I want to keep you in the app. I don't want you to have to go to YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. I want you to go to Sniper's Hide. So with my live streaming, I have to sort of go into the Sniper's Hide live stream and I say, okay, I want to put a video. I want to live stream today. So I have to go then into like my... Vimeo YouTube type account. I, I, for this, I use a different, but I go into, say, Vimeo, right? I'm going to go into my Vimeo account. I have to create a live event. From once that live event is created, then I got to go into the Sniper's Hide app. I have to tell it I'm going to create an event. I'm scheduling an event now. And from there, I have to pick the channel and tell it what I want to do. I'm going to do this, do this, live event. Okay, so I created an event in Vimeo. I go into the Sniper's Hide app. I create the event there. Then I have to go back into Vimeo, but into a, a, a portal on my computer, Streamlabs. And I have to now say Streamlabs, connect Vimeo with Sniper's Hide. So I have to take information from one put it into Streamlabs and then take the information from Streamlabs and put it into Sniper's Hide and then start the live stream. Well, in that situation, what I noticed is depending on the day, depending on the time, depending on the situation, I get a delay. So now I want to watch like what I'm doing and watching the chat group because there's chat in it too. So the chat box, it allows you to communicate with me and talk. But then when I'm like watching and I'm doing it, there's a delay. So let's say I got like a 30 second delay and it's a big delay. It's not like 10 seconds. It's like 30. So I'm like doing stuff, but then seeing the screen to watch the chat, but then the screen is not doing what I'm doing now. It's 30 seconds behind me and it's really distracting. So now I'm going to be able to go, go live from the app. 
plugged into my computer, right to the camera and be done. And then at the same time, I can then share that live, not only from the Sniper's Hide app, but to Facebook and YouTube so I can simulcast it and do it that way. On top of that, we're going to be, we're creating, a it's a lobby situation. So it's like rooms or, yeah, I guess rooms, a lobby. So you would walk into the lobby and there'd be rooms. Well, one of the rooms, because this is video now, we want to kind of keep all the video in one place. So when you go to Hide TV, Hide TV, you're in the lobby. Okay, well, here's the live streaming room. Okay, well, well that's not on right now. But over here is going to be the lessons in the training videos. So Hide TV is going to come become more and more and more like a video channel that all those videos are in there. And then when you're on the app, if you go on your phone and you look in and pull up the Sniper's Hide app, if the live is red, you're ready to go. I'm live. If you see it turn red, I'm live. And it's going to use less bandwidth. It's going to use, you know, better on cellular. And that way I'll be able to um, be out on the field, be out with Mark, be this and that, and, and film it or at least record it and put it out there for you guys to see. So there was this year was kind of a weird fixy delay and it kind of messed some things up. But really it's because I kind of wanted them to do certain things uh, with the training lessons and it just wasn't available the way I saw it. So that kind of creates a problem in my head where my head goes, that's not right. That's not how I want it. I'm not using it. It's not right. And now that it's right or better in the way I want, I'll end up using it more often, more often because it's it's just that case of the delay is wrong and this is wrong and that and oh man and and I've done some lives and they came out pretty good, but um and and people get a lot out of them, but I know if I can make it better and happier on my end, I'm gonna be happier to do them. And then your end is really interactive. You got the chat. You can go back and see them and watch them. They're archived. In you get to interact with me in real time and ask these questions and go back and forth, you know? So I don't know. I think that's a neat little thing. And, and I'm really happy I'm, I'm able to create some of these tools and work them and, and get this stuff out and then put out good content with people like Chris, people like Mark and, and the different, um, you know, guys that I'm working with and, and going out there and being able to go out and, and run into you guys. Maybe it's a CR2 class. That's not necessarily you know, people who know Frank or my core people, they're coming out of a different part of the country, you know, and they may have heard of me and know who I am, but they weren't, they, they went, wanted to do a Roberts class, a CR2, you know? And so it, it's cool that I'm going to be able to also give access to those guys. I want to be able to let CR2 live stream through the Sniper's Hide app and, it was overly complex and you needed to have those three things talk to each other that I don't think worked well for them. But now that we don't have to connect three programs, you guys can just do it right from his phone. Well, CR2 can do a Sniper's Hide live stream. Chris Way and I can do a Sniper's Hide live stream from within the app. I want to reach out to people out there to give them access to put like... 
I've mentioned this before, but it's Sniper's Hide TV. Well, if you're creating, well, yeah, I want you to have a channel. If you're a content creator, go use my system and create it. I don't care anymore. I already built it. Now I want you to use it. So that's going to be at SHOT Show. So I'm going to SHOT Show this year. At SHOT Show, I'm going to try to get people trained up there. Like, go in a room. This is how you use it. This is what it is. Here's your credentials. Go. Make content. I don't care who you are. Within reason. You know who I'm talking about. Anyway, that's the goal moving forward. And I'm finally in the place where I think everybody will be able to use it correctly. The issue in the past was the technical... Uh, the, how technical it was to do it. And now that it's easier, I think I can give this to more people who are like me but with less time to learn this shit because you don't want to fucking have to do a week's of training to get it. You want to go click, 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 go live, right? You want to say, here's the name, here's where it's going to show, here's where, right, and go. That's it. You want to just pick those things. I'm, I'm broadcasting here. I'm going to simulcast it here. And I want all you to see it here. Let's go. End of story. I don't want to go connect, 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 connect. And that's, you know what I mean. So anyway, that's where we're at with it, guys. All right. So there you go. That's what's happening here. We're, 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 we're getting there, man. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a perfectionist with certain things. I'm a bit where I want things a certain way. And and then when it's not, I kind of work to fix it before I just kind of band-aid and, and, and drag along behind me, bloody and bleeding. It's like, nah, man, why? nobody wants to see this bloody mess. Let's fix it. Let's get it. Then I'll come out and show it to you guys. And that's all. And it wasn't a bloody mess. It was just overly complicated. And overly complicated today is enough to be for some people. But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Don't forget to comment in the Podbean app. I'll be responding and listening to all that stuff. Head over to Sniper's High. Download the app in your favorite app store, Play or uh, iPhone. And um, yeah, man, just let me know what, what you guys need to do. Training stuff's up. Talking to Mark, Michigan's or Minnesota rather. Minnesota's back on the uh, schedule for this year. We're doing a little bit of the alternating in the middle of the country a bit. Um, we're going to work with the rotation of the crops, and then we're going to work uh, that rotation of the crops uh, to work in Minnesota as well. So we didn't forget you guys. We're just going to alternate years and make life easier. Um, <coughs> sorry. Cool. Most people know how to reach me, low light on Sniper's Hide, or you can catch me in any of the social media stuff. Merch store, swag is available. I'm going to be coming out with WTF shirts pretty soon. We got the band cat, fuck you nerds, um, is on there. And and then um, there's the, the hoodies, t-shirts, uh, all that stuff is up on uh, uh, winter hats. I got winter hats up there. Uh, uh, your watch caps, love a watch cap, man. I'm a watch cap guy. And, um... All that kind of stuff. So go to the merch store, top of the Sniper's Hide page, takes you into the merch. Boom, you got your merch, man. Anything you need, we're ready for you. Uh, more stuff coming out. Now that we have these things in place, now it's just up on me to do the creativity. If you have an idea 
hey man, I want this to look like this. Send it to me, we'll make it. We got teams now, we got people we can work with. Send me what you want to do. You can PM me, you can email me, you can text me, however you get a hold of me, right? Let me know what you're looking for. Let's make it happen. So thank you guys, appreciate you.